Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Huge story, internationally, over the last number of days, last week. And that is the story of the president of China, Xi Jinping, visiting with his, what are they, friends for life? With his uh, best friend for life? What's his name? Oh, yeah, Putin. In, uh, in Moscow. And it, <laughs> if anybody falls for the routine that this is something that's new and it's going to be a, a strong relationship that we're all going to benefit from, because that's the pitching point, then you need to really examine some of the things that's been put in your diet. Let's talk to Alexander Sherba, our good friend, the former Ukraine ambassador to Austria and member of Ukraine's diplomatic mission to the United States. And uh, Ambassador Sherba is very, very clear with his points and very clear with the issues that he brings forward as far as the relationship is concerned between Ukraine and China and Ukraine and Russia. Uh, ambassador, good to have you with us. What did you come away with? Hello, Roy. Good to be with you again. Uh, well, uh, we are, of course, uh, watching very closely uh, what was happening in Moscow. And uh, uh, very often it was a feeling of deja vu uh, in the way that uh, um, uh, Russia was behaving towards China like, uh, I, I don't know, Ukrainian or Kazakh leaders were behaving when visiting Moscow in the Soviet times, you know plenty of, you know, flattery, uh, plenty of, you know, attempts to uh, to be likable by the, the big boss in the center. And uh, the, uh, and China's actually, uh, well, desire, well, the readiness to give some of, some of propaganda uh, uh, to Putin uh, and some of the results that Putin wanted in terms of propaganda but not much outside of that. So there are two things that are interesting for Putin right now uh, in, in relation with China. A, um, you know, keeping up the support uh, within the country, so propaganda, and two, the weapons. And he received uh, plenty of the first, uh, but uh, not much of the second. That's my take. So uh, uh, I gather your take is you're not surprised at anything that happened in Moscow. Nothing. Well, quite frankly, uh, it had its logic in the way that, uh, uh, on the one on the one hand, uh, China uh, is definitely not interested in uh, seeing uh, Russia being uh, crashed, uh, being crushed in this war, uh, but uh, they also see uh, that uh, Russia is not winning this war uh, and. Uh, just uh, putting all their eggs in the, into this basket uh, is uh, just just doesn't make uh, much sense for uh, President Xi. Therefore, um, there was some uh, there was huge you know uh, enthusiasm and uh, almost you know tasteless you know accolades uh, on the part of Russia and uh, uh, very very visible constraint on the part uh, of the Chinese delegation. Um, so I think uh, uh, President Xi is trying to walk this delicate line between not letting Russia 
uh, being you know destroyed in this war uh, on the one hand, uh, but also not uh, destroying the relations with the West. I think so far he is doing more or less good. So let me just uh, read this line to you. This is uh, from Global News. Russia has struck a deal with neighboring Belarus to station tactical nuclear weapons on its territory, but will not violate non-proliferation agreements. This is according to Putin, and this news is 28 minutes old. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it just, uh, you know, for, for, for Russian, uh, for Putin, it's very important to, pe- to keep uh, his uh, people happy and uh, thrilled. Uh, and they are thrilled every time they get reminded of uh, how things were under the Soviet Union. So this is one of the things that reminds them of the good old time when uh, the whole world was uh, anticipating what would be the next step of the Soviet Union, and the whole world had, you know, fear uh, for those steps. Uh, I don't think that militarily it means anything because uh, um, his whole uh, military might uh, is in Ukraine right now, and he knows that. Um, the big uh, counteroffensive in Ukraine is coming, and it will decide pretty much everything in this war. So uh, it maybe it's uh, as, as they say a red herring, uh, um, an attempt to, to somehow uh, extend uh, the game. But uh, people who know this uh, situation, this uh, how how situation is in Ukraine, and how it's developing for Putin. They know that uh, the main, uh, most important thing is Donbass and south of Ukraine. So this does not surprise you that Russia has this deal with Belarus to station tactical nuclear weapons on its territory, but uh, they say they'll not violate the non-proliferation agreements. So nothing surprising to you there, but big picture, what does it mean to the rest of the world? Is it, is it just messaging, or is, it, is there more to this? Well, uh, you know they're trying to raise the stakes. Uh, so the closer the tactical uh, nuclear tactic nuclear weapons uh, are to each other on both sides of uh, Belarusian Polish border, the uh, more tense the world becomes. And uh, Russians are enjoying this tension. This, this is all what 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 this whole situation is about. So the this whole situation, I mean the the, the this. You know, despair that sometimes uh, uh, one can hear in the or feel in the air in the West. Uh, it's a problem for the West, but it's an accomplishment for Russia. Uh, therefore, uh, and they're playing this game very good. So, um, yeah, well, the, the, the tactical weapons will probably be uh, now closer. I don't know how close uh, to each other, but again... Uh, uh, it's just it's just uh, another attempt to uh, play with the, on the nerves of the West. That's the main thing. Is this uh, a signal beyond the headline? Well, um, I, I think uh, uh, it's a signal uh, for uh, Russian population, first of all, that uh, yes, we are going to pull all the levers we are going all nine yards and everything but uh, it's it's a bluff and it's even more bluff uh, towards the west 
and uh, it's just it's this desperate, desperate attempt to somehow stop what looks like more and more inevitable, uh, you know, uh, crushing uh, Ukrainian counteroffensive coming during this year. This is the main uh, event uh, of this year, maybe of this decade, that will shape how things will develop for, uh, in the whole region, maybe even beyond. And well, other than that, uh, Putin is trying just to uh, look big uh, for uh, the so-called uh, deep Russian people, people outside Moscow and St. Petersburg. Is there a greater chance now that they'll actually use tactical nukes? What would that give them? <laughs> they just... Uh, uh, it, it just senseless. It makes no sense. Of course, this whole war makes no sense. It may. They are. Uh, that's why we were so wrong when he started this war because it just it was so suicidal for Russia. And nevertheless, he did. He did it. So there is always a chance that uh, the man is completely uh, unhinged and uh, crazy and insane. Uh, but in my opinion, he's just. Uh, he was just stupid. He was just overconfident uh, in February uh, 2022, and right now he's just trying to play this mad game, uh, madman game, you know. Uh, uh, so he's trying to uh, sound, look uh, uh, intimidating, unpredictable, but uh, truly, truly, he is just uh, he is deep inside. He understands that he that he is losing and. Uh, well, his only chance is uh, to really make people scared in Ukraine, in the West, uh, wherever in the world. Is, is there a continuance here? Is there, um, are there new developments? Are there predictable developments? Is this just a, um, a series of moves, that, like a chess game that Putin is engaging on with the Americans and, uh, and with his allies in Belarus? Well, quite frankly, uh, there are two big events uh, that uh, everybody was looking forward to uh, uh, during this year, and that would decide actually the uh, flow of this war after that. That that was Russian offensive and Ukrainian counteroffensive. The Russian offensive has started late last year, early this year, in the uh, town of uh, Bakhmut. Uh, now, three months later, uh, it's it's still in the town of Bakhmut. Uh, so we have seen uh, what they are capable of. Now, there is something big coming. And I feel, I see, I hear this fear coming from all these, you know, Russian journalists, Russian politicians. Uh, they don't know what is coming upon them. Of course, there is huge tension in Ukraine, too, because we don't want to be disappointed. And we understand that... Uh, uh, from this strike that Ukraine will exert will depend everything, and it should, it must be crushing. Um, so this is this is uh, uh, everything else, uh, including the games that Russia is trying to somehow uh, lead uh, uh, with uh, Western elites, for instance. I, I, I see it in, in in Europe, for instance, how they are trying to. Uh, I don't know, uh, use this discontent uh, uh, within these anti-vaxxer groups in uh, every European society. They're trying to somehow stretch their tentacles and uh, trying to 
you know, uh, help with these demonstrations in France, whatever. But this everything is just uh, on on the margin. Uh, the most important thing is our coming counteroffensive. Sorry for sound, sounding monotone, monotonous, but this is how it is. All right. Uh, do you expect, and you and I talked about this last time you were on with us, that at some point these tactical nukes are going to be used by Russia? Uh, well, uh, these tactical nukes uh, would uh, bring Russia nothing. It would be the most insane uh, step, including in relations with China and India, uh, including uh, for the reputation of Russia. What, what Russia counts upon, and this is, uh, they, 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 they think it's serious, it might be indeed be serious, is this anti-Western alliance they're trying to uh, build uh, at first uh, with uh, China, and during the summer they're conducting this uh, Russia-Africa summit. And they want uh, to build this, you know, big anti-Western momentum. This is uh, uh, what 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 you look sh- what should what you should look at, not uh, Russia's, you know, this, you know, rhetoric. We might use the nuclear. If they use the nukes, they lose the global south, so they won't do that. What will they do? Uh, when will, will will they do? No. What will they do? What will they do? They uh, will uh, again uh, try to build this global coalition uh, uh, against the West. So using their uh, um, uh, connections and influence uh, within the BRICS countries, so Brazil, uh, Russia, India, China. They will uh, try to use all kinds of, you know, uh, whatever uh, uh, left uh, of influence uh, in the West, uh, uh, the social democrats, the leftists, the nationalists, uh, uh, all kinds of freaks, anti-vaxxers. There are, there is, their name is Legion. I mean, there are really many people who are in the West, especially, who are not ready to listen to anything coming from their government and to practically everything uh, that comes from Putin for some reason. So it's still there uh, up their sleeve. But the, the reasonable people, the people uh, with, with conscience and with clear line between good and evil, they understand, I think, in the West, uh, what, uh, what's, uh, what is what in this, uh, um, in this war and where is the evil and where uh, is the good. Therefore, I count on that. I, I count, I, I am a faithful person. I count on God because... Uh, you know, never in the newest history this line was as clear as it is right now. We knew something was coming. Um, President Xi uh, was not going to be leaving China to go to see Putin in in, Be- in, in, Mo- in Moscow without some major announcement following. That was going to always be part of the trip, wasn't it not? Well, uh, I, I suppose Putin is a little bit disappointed to that reg- in, in that regard because the mo- the biggest announcement that uh, uh, President Xi did that was in the last minutes of the visit when uh, he was saying goodbye to Putin and the interpreter uh, was interpreting very loud for Putin so that the journalists would hear and uh, President Xi said, "Well, uh, this what you have what we have started." Uh, nobody has tried uh, uh, anything like that uh, in a very, very long time. 
uh, and everybody is intrigued. What have they started? Is does this mean that she is really on board with Putin? But again, I think it's just uh, uh, China's attempt uh, to uh, sound, uh, you know, uh, mysterious and to sound uh, more on the side of Russia, more than acting on the side of Russia. Okay, that's my feeling. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.